0: Today we talk to Shukant Kulkani who is trying to transform not only the blockchain mining industry but the entire carbon pollution industry by making carbon 500 times cheaper to capture than the current state of the art. We also talk about the state of the crypto industry and how to build a better society and whether you even need a bank account anymore. The earth is paying a price for our actions.
1: World is worried about power consumption of cryptocurrency mining. At Green Hashes, we are changing this. Our gigafarms will run on 100% solar plus battery. Integrated carbon capture systems make us the world's first carbon negative mining farm. Combine this with reforestation and incentivizing green actions, we'll make sure crypto becomes and remains green. Green Hashes earn profits while protecting the environment.
0: Hi, welcome to another episode of Kastoshi and today we have Shrikant Kulkarni of Green Hashes. Did I get that correct?
1: Yeah, Green Hashes is the correct name.
0: Okay, and And did I get your name right?
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, the name was also correct, you pronounced it perfectly.
0: Okay, great. Um... But
1: for simplicity you can call me Shri if you want.
0: Okay Shri, okay great. Um, okay, so could could I first ask you um, what problem does green hashes solve?
1: Yeah, so uh, I came across Bitcoin at around 2016 or something like that. And uh, I started calculating, uh, somehow I just thought of calculating the amount of energy being consumed for the Bitcoin mining around 2017 or something like that. And we all know that around that time, a lot of mining was happening from China. Right, Very, very few miners outside China existed. So, I was able to calculate the uh, emissions that were uh, going. Uh, the reason behind the emissions was this uh, mining. And I was able to calculate the amount of emissions per block mined. And I compiled a white paper regarding this and then I published it for the greenish.org. So, the main problem that we are trying to solve is We need to take sustainable approach towards mining also now. And uh, I think 2022 was a clear year where uh, a lot of uh, tech leaders started uh, thinking about the same issue. So I think I was uh, slightly early in that as well. But anyways, uh, the main problem that we are trying to solve is uh, the problem is not the energy consumption of Bitcoin is not the problem. The source of that energy is the problem. So if you're using a coal-fired power plant for a mining farm, then that is one of the worst things that you can do, right? So for for this mining farms, we are trying to build world's first carbon-negative mining farm. So our goal is not to be just carbon-neutral. We are trying to take it a step further and build a carbon-negative mining farm.
0: Yeah, that's That's yeah, that's kind of interesting what you said because... It's not the energy usage, it's the source of that energy. I agree because I mean I mean there's a few issues there because um, when you look at the energy usage of, of Bitcoin, you have to also say for what Bitcoin provides as and a lot of cryptos provide um, mm-hmm. as a like financial infrastructure, you have to say what you're comparing it to. So if you compare it to the traditional financial industry, the traditional and fin- financial industry probably uses 10 or 20 times the power of Bitcoin and the whole crypto.
1: yes yes but nobody has uh, actually compiled up uh, foolproof data about this because there is so much of the, so many uh, steps involved with cash actually right So there are huge printing presses which are pumping out cash and then uh, there is logistics involved. Many a times uh, you need to ship those uh, cash bills from uh, at least around 1000 miles or something like that. And then it has to be distributed to all the ATM machines and other banks also. So these things are never considered. right? Even an a single ATM machine, it is also sitting inside a small room, which is air conditioned. So we, we never consider all these kind of energy data. But uh, and anyways, it is really difficult to uh, gather all the data about this, but surely it is consuming the normal financial system. And even gold mining is also consuming a lot of energy, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
1: But if we, if we already are trying to build something better, which is decentralized, then one, why not uh, go for uh, renewable energies, right? It will give us even better uh, shot at getting uh, this world, uh, making this world a better place.
0: Uh- I think I agree. Um, I mean, the thing is, that whatever you do it should be renewable energy, you know, even yeah. not, not, not just crypto. Um, yeah, of course, of course. But, but, but then, um, yeah, um, I, I guess part of it is that um, if you mine Bitcoin, I mean, th- you can even mine it with dirty energy and have it efficient. For example, if you put it close to, like, like when, when they take oil out of the ground or electricity stations, there's a lot of wasted electricity, and that could also be used to yes. um, to, to mine uh, Bitcoin. Um, and, and some people even say that because there's a competition to to mine Bitcoin cheaper, it's an incentive to actually. Make cheaper electricity.
1: True, I, I agree with this. See, a uh, price point at which we are buying the electricity or generating electricity for our mining farm—it's a very, very, very sensitive matter, right? Mm. Because the most, the most expenditure that any miner makes is on the uh, electricity, right? Mm. If we can get hands on our uh, latest hardware, yeah, hardware is also costly if you're going for the latest models, but it is not the biggest uh, investment in the long run, right? So if you if you buy solar panels, uh, many of them, they actually come with 15 years of warranty and service of quality assurance. So 15 years is a long time if you consider Bitcoin mining. The whole cryptocurrency industry is not even 15 years old right now.
0: So, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, yeah. so it, it really makes sense to use cheapest sources of energy. But uh, we are living in an age where uh, being responsible for what we have done and what we are about to do in terms of we have we have to uh, hand over this planet to our next generation and the next generation is uh, will be actually staring at us if we give them a planet where wearing masks is mandatory right
0: are you talking Having about a- covid masks or are you talking about so-
1: <laughs> yeah actually, yeah it's true yeah. If, if the Particulate matter pollution. Even even the place where I'm sitting right now, uh, the readings are around 100, uh, and that is not exactly something uh, we should yeah. be exposing uh, our children to. So if we if we normally uh, check out these air quality monitors, uh, right now it is suggested that I should keep all the windows and doors closed. It should be air conditioned, and I should have. Uh, an air purifier in every room that is mandatory no outside activity allowed children should not play outside so these are the basic suggestions that are for uh, my city right now and
0: uh, that's in india right is, that's uh, in india yeah. yeah i've lived so, in india and and i agree with that is the air the air is so bad you just yes. don't want to go out we, sometimes. Had to,
1: we had to shut down schools in delhi the capital of india for at least uh, i think it was a couple of weeks because of the very high quantity of air pollution and uh, it totally got unnoticed that the city I was living in, the pollution levels were not that low as compared to Delhi. And here our children were playing in the outside air and people are jogging around, Yeah, aged uh, aged people trying to walk outside. So this is the kind of reality that I was trying to avoid when I thought of Green if. I will actually try to mail you the uh, uh, brochure that I printed for the first time. I think it was 2017 and Mm -hmm. it showed uh, two images and there were only two images. There were children wearing masks, walking on the street. They were going to school. They were wearing school uniforms and that was case A, scenario A. And scenario B, I had a whole family playing around in a very uh, green neighborhood or rather very green uh, countryside, and everybody was very happy. So my question was simple, what do we need for our children? What, what are we planning for our children? Complete uh, uh, chaos and uh, forced, uh, forced masks. Now now people are wearing masks for a totally different reason now. But uh, at that time, I was considering that, actually, my my children were playing, uh, playing outside and wearing masks since 2018 because of this particulate matter pollution. So yeah. I didn't want that to happen to other people or uh, my grand grandchildren. And that is the reason I was so passionate about this issue.
0: Okay. Okay. I'm, I mean, I, I mean, it's, it's something I'm passionate about. I mean, I'll admit though, if, if you say to the general population, you know, yeah. like I know a lot of people who say they're green. And as soon as you say, to, you well, show them what they have to be to be green, they don't want to do it. They say, no, no, no. I'm just going to recycle paper. Because for example, if you want to be green, you shouldn't eat meat, you shouldn't drive a car, you shouldn't and people exactly are saying, Oh, but I, I love meat. I love my hamburgers. Yeah. And <laughs> as soon as you say, Yeah, but do you know how much how much um, waste goes into that hamburger? They say, yeah. Oh, but it's different, but it tastes so good. Yeah. <laughs> and and I was saying and that's the hypocrisy I find yeah. in the green movement. And yes. I'm I'm not saying it against you, but I'm saying also with the, like the ESG you know movement um, globally. You know ESG for people who don't know is like the um, it's the um, corporate um, it's like environment sustainability. Uh, what does it stand for? ESG. I've forgotten. ESG.
1: I. I, I I've it's like
0: um, one second. It's let me SPG. just look it up. ESG. Oh. ESG. ESG, stands ESG. For, um For it's it's like sustainable. Um, sustainable so that's,
1: that's, the, that, that's the first line in our goal that uh, we are we want to try for sustainable development through responsible mining that is our goal
0: okay 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 I, I understand that I'm just, I'm just checking here what is it actually
1: we have, we have a saying in our uh, in my native language that is Marathi uh, which says that uh, Shivaji Janma wa Shidhar Chagari which, which simply translated to English means uh, a superhero or a big maharaja who changed the world. It's, it's always better if it he is born in our neighbor's house, not in our house. So
0: <laughs> oh, everybody, wants, is, yeah. someone so else someone else fix it.
1: Yes, somebody else should fix it. So, if you want to know what, how I am living right now, I don't uh, like uh, I've not bought any cars yet. Okay, not a single one. Um, none of my uh, homes or my offices are not air conditioned mm. i try to be use hot my...
0: then. it must be hot in india if it's not air conditioned <laughs>
1: even, even, even right now it is hot but uh, it's around 11 pm here but it's still hot mm. anyways so and i try to plant as many trees as possible i have like 11 different types of roses in my uh, balcony one place and uh, during the lockdowns i spent at least around 2 months uh, trying to fix our uh, society's garden. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> so these are the things that I live with. I, I take walks, I go by bicycle, I prefer electric uh, vehicles. I know there's a complication about that subject as well. Sure, EVs, sure. Manufacturing and uh, exactly, are, are we actually avoiding emissions or creating more? Mm-hmm. But uh, one day or the other, we will have to make this transition towards cleaner sources of energy. Right. Uh, I, have, I have a 12-year-old bike that I... Uh, Ripped apart. I threw uh, engine away. I threw that exhaust away, and I converted into electric uh, bike. And uh, okay, so this is this is this is this is
0: who I am. So, so and you live it. You you you're saying that you live it. Yes. You're saying okay. So okay. Yes. By the way, ESG means environmental, social, and governance. And okay, I th- okay. So so I see that you live it. But what I was saying was hmm. that the problem with a lot of ESG. It's what companies do is they do environmental advertising where they put a poster up at work and they say, I'll put your, um," they say like, like I was at a company and they literally had so much pollution, but to make people feel good about it at work, they said, reuse your plastic coffee cup. (laughs) Yeah. Which made no difference at all, actually, you know, and (laughs) um and that's a sort of, you know, and that plays a big thing with Bitcoin because a lot of companies won't invest simply because they think it's dirty, um, even though right. they want to like buy in because you know they're not allowed to invest in non in things that it, it's not even. If I think Bitcoin is very efficiently mined myself, because I think a lot yeah. of it is moving to renewables, but just the appearance of not of, of um, not being done in a, in a correct way means companies don't want to invest um yeah you know i mean that was one part and the other part you actually you mentioned earlier was about cheaper mining you know mining and like i know even intel is getting into it and they're saying they're going to be able to do yeah. mining a thousand times cheaper but the problem is when they do that the hash rate is going to go up
1: yeah the difficulty not, it doesn't actually make a difference
0: weeks. and everyone's within going to have to have weeks. an intel chip that's all Of
1: course, of course and within yeah. two weeks the difficulty will readjust
0: yeah, yeah, exactly. And all it'll do is it'll put a lot of miners out of, out of business and they'll yeah. have to buy Intel. You yeah. know, so, okay. okay so, so, so I think we understand what problem you're going to solve. Mm. Um, the next, next part, oh, sorry.
1: Yeah, the next stage, the next stage is, see, the, we are not going to stop at building a carbon neutral mining farm. We're going a step ahead and building carbon negative. How are we going to achieve that? Mm. We have developed our own carbon capture system. Okay. Right now, we are in the process of revising it and uh, finalizing the designs and the, the capture system is ready. We we can demonstrate our carbon capture capacity right now also, but we are trying to build it in a way that is more presentable. Okay, and uh, we are waiting for some lab results. And when everything is ready, we will be presenting that. So we are going to mine with renewables powered by grid scale energy solutions then installing carbon capture systems inside the mining farm so we will be capturing co2 from the ambient air trying to remove pollution that our ancestors have created or maybe i have created i don't know and captured uh, captured carbon dioxide will be stored for some time and once we are ready for the next stages it is going to be processed for the uh, next stages which is going to be uh, artificial diamond manufacturing it is a very uh, ambitious goal but uh, I think the technology is getting ready. We are getting there.
0: Okay, so, so does this mean that, is it fair to say that this is a technology you can use outside of Bitcoin mining as well?
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. So uh, initially, we are going to do it for ourselves, the carbon capture part. And then we want to do carbon capture as a service for the mining farms. Right now, if you know, uh, if you have been following uh, ca- carbon credits markets, I started Green Ashes. Uh, at that time, one carbon credit was around $1.5 or something like that. And if you pull out, pull down the price right now, it's about 12 euros. So uh, it's around 40, it's, it's, it's pretty costly as compared to when I started it out. And this is not going to stop. This is going to go beyond $200 or something like that within the next three to four years. So this is only if you consider the profitability part. If we can capture carbon, we can issue carbon credits and we will be making profits in that way as well. But carbon capture as a service for other mining farms is also a very big idea because 2021 a lot of carbon credits were bought by miners because they didn't want to get kicked out of the particular country. Just like hey, they so, got. So, so the
0: you, you've farm. actually developed a carbon capture technology, but the first use case is for Bitcoin uh, farms, basically. Okay, right. that makes sense. And so this is something you've developed yourself, or is this is this? Yeah, we have developed it in house. Okay, so this is actually what you're selling in a way.
1: Yes. So, yes. so you it haven't actually built actually your own miners partners.
0: or, but you haven't built uh, miners.
1: No, no, we are not building miners. We'll okay. be ordering them. But the design of our mining farm is going to be so specific and it is going to be so optimized hmm. that uh, it, is, it is totally modular. And again, the second part is that we are going to capture carbon out of thin air which mm. is which is being done by other companies but the costs at which they are working per ton of carbon dioxide absorbed mm. is beyond imagination that is not something that uh can be worked out at a large scale mm. and okay. our daily okay. daily goal is going to be bigger than a lot of companies yearly capacities
0: okay okay so so, so are you testing this in industrial settings at the moment or?
1: we are testing this uh not at scale right now. We are at a very small scale right now. Once our design is refined and once we, uh, once our internal team says that, okay, we can actually expand this. Let's build, a instead of three, let's build 20 products and then 20 devices and let's then take it outside. Because once the genie is out of bottle, it is out of bottle, right? Mm. Because this, this carbon capture system doesn't only have implementations or uh, usage in the mining farm. It can be used in our normal environment. Right, none of the none of the air purifying systems that we buy right now they don't capture carbon dioxide. Right? But
0: companies have tried to capture carbon dioxide before. What is the closest anyone has got?
1: There are like companies like Carbon Engineering, and there are other things also. There there used to be around seven to eight startups in carbon capture. Hmm. Now I feel like uh, there are three or four.
0: Hmm. But is it because but they haven't been able, able to good. do it economically, or it's or it's just it's too expensive not, to buy not.
1: they they are pretty they are pretty expensive and my first idea in 2017 was to buy the devices from them mm. and then install them at our uh, mining farm but that mm. the pricing was so high mm. now i think we have reduced the pricing by at least around uh, 500 times
0: okay so you've got so you've invented a novel way of doing it patented i hope that uh, you can...
1: not yet not yet that's but, that's why yeah. we are not releasing really the videos already. okay
0: so you're experimenting but you think you can do it a lot cheaper
1: yes it's it's going to be a lot cheaper because the materials that we are using hmm. they are one of the most abundant uh, compounds available on any part of Earth. It. so it's, it's it's top 10 compounds one of the top 10 compounds we are using
0: okay so so if this works and you can get it to scale on bitcoin mines then you can actually um, you can roll this out to other industries and you can basically yes, change uh, solve a lot of the climate crisis we can,
1: we can we can help make cities a better place to live hmm. simply speaking now all the scientists and all the data suggest that uh, we are at four, 400 parts per million right hmm. but i'm i have my own devices and i have never seen that figure 400 I've never seen that figure. Every time it is above 520, 540.
0: It's dangerous. That's dangerous. Yeah.
1: So so, uh, it it actually poses a very uh, good question that are we being lied to about actual actual figures? Yes, right? And again, again, none of the governments that I actually have seen, even India has its own air quality monitoring system, which was launched like I think three or four years ago. But that too actually combines all the data and creates a funny number mm. which doesn't say anything about anything. Okay. Mm. <laughs> so, why are we trying to uh, hide the data behind that funny three figure number? Why, why can't we see directly what, what's the CO2 level at? What is the PM 2.5 level at? What is PM 5, PM 10? So, if, 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 if this data is actually revealed, the public and if they go ahead and try to read world health organization's guidelines on it they are knowing never going to go get out of their homes
0: the problem is <laughs> when people watch tv they want to sit down and watch ZTV, and they don't care about the the, the carpet in uh, the air
1: <laughs> they they are worried about the uh, celebrity son and daughter getting married and other things <laughs> but they're yeah. not worried about their own children and their own health
0: I think part of it is also that people think that it's kind of a hopeless situation, and as you said earlier, it's someone else's problem. Yeah. Okay. I,
1: okay. I, just, I just told you that uh, superhero should be born in the neighbor's house. That is <laughs> that, sure, that sure. is what.
0: It is. Okay. So so I understand what you. Okay. So I understand what Green Hashes is doing now. So you're, um, so making or experimenting, trying to get carbon capture two orders of magnitude cheaper, maybe more than current, um systems um yes. okay so so could we move on now and could you Stop. could you give me uh, like could you tell me how you got started and go all the way back and how, how did you get to this space how did you get to this point in time
1: sure sure so uh, basically i'm from an information technology background and i had around uh, eight to eight to nine years of experience in erp systems project management uh, overall IT infrastructure management, uh, information system audits, purchase management, so change management. So overall, I had good experience in information technology, but the day my son was born, uh, since then I, I I was having this feeling that, okay, uh, even though I, uh, I reach any, any heights in uh, this uh, industry, it is not going to give any legacy to my son, right? So when my son was around three months old, I left the job and I uh, started my own company within the next six months. And I named the company uh, after my son. My son's name is Spandan. So Spandan means heartbeat. Okay. So I created Spandan Technologies Private Limited in India. Uh, it was 2016. And uh, I wanted to like uh, build some products that uh, nobody was even thinking about at that time. So I entered into religious e-commerce. At that time, it's a very big industry in India, but uh, into it's what? Not Sorry,
0: into what could you say it again?
1: Religious e-commerce. So okay.
0: uh, what does that mean? Uh,
1: uh, yeah. So for the uh, rituals and other things, pujas that people want to conduct at their home, at their offices, we were going to provide them uh, spiritual gurus and bhajji's online bookings. So that is uh, what I started in 2016. And uh I think, yeah, I was at least like six years ahead of the market probably. And uh, now we are going to, and now we are getting some traction.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, so that's so, still going and it's, sti- and it's- that's,
1: that's still alive. And okay. I'm getting offers about that also, that uh, there are many people who want to take over that project and they want to uh, like move forward with it.
0: Mm. But
1: uh, I was building this eBudgy.com at that time. I had multiple uh, other uh, projects lined up after that. And then comes along Bitcoin, totally smashing my uh, schedule, totally (laughs) taking over my life like crazy. And this was like third time that I came across Bitcoin. Earlier, I had came across Bitcoin when it was around, it was priced at around $5 or $6. I don't even remember that. It was during a party, and uh, one of my friends was discussing about uh, Bitcoin. And now I remember. I, now I know that he used. Uh, he actually used to be a friend of all the early stage uh, cryptocurrency adopters, and uh, many of whom lost money, uh, lost their Bitcoin to Mount Gox. So now, now, now I can connect the dots. But at that point of time, I had no interest in it. I felt like, okay, this is like a dark web stuff. Let's not get involved in it. Again, second time he made it was around $100. Again, I did not feel like that. But when it was $300, 2016, uh, 15-16, I started getting really like, okay, this is something really powerful because when we say $1 is equal to 75 rupees, we feel that, okay, dollar is something stronger than rupee, right? And now I can see that uh, one Bitcoin is equal to $300 or $400. So it started ringing a bell. Okay, we need to study this. But even at that point, I did not study it properly. And I uh, ended up investing my uh, very hard earned money into mining scams. And I lost a lot of Bitcoin in during that phase. But now I consider all the losses as the fees that I paid for getting myself educated in a better way. So, (laughs) so Since I lost my uh, Bitcoin to mining scams, I started uh, studying it and by 2017 I was training people in cryptocurrencies. Because uh, if I had gotten a proper training about cryptocurrencies, what mining is, what kind of devices are used, if I had gotten that earlier, then probably i would never have invested in that mining so i would have started mining myself right so i started mining myself i was mining litecoin for some time i was mining dogecoin when it was not uh, <laughs> it was not exactly worth it but i was mining dogecoin even at that time and by 2018 uh, the market was so down that it was not profitable to mine it from india Okay, at least at least in Maharashtra where I live, the state, the electricity rates are uh, pretty much absorbent. You won't be able to uh, survive if you are actually uh, mining here. So I had to stop mining, but I still ha- still have all those devices. And uh, whenever I feel like I, I switch on them, switch them on, and I try to monitor them. And now now the goal has actually uh, changed. So since two thousand seventeen, I have trained around three thousand six hundred uh, people in cryptocurrencies and blockchain technology. I have advised some projects. I have helped some companies launch their own products. And uh, right now, I'm, uh, earlier the Green Ashes project was based out of India. But uh, we waited, we waited, and we waited, and there is still no clarity about cryptocurrency regulation in India. So on the muhurat or uh, auspicious occasion of uh, Environment Day 2021, I, I launched uh, Kimaya Technologies LLC from U.S., so, uh, of course, from Wyoming, which uh, treats cryptocurrencies pretty well. So, uh, so what was the purpose
0: project... of what you launched in uh, two thousand
1: twenty? Two thousand twenty-one.
0: Two thousand twenty. What was the purpose of that? Was that for? Uh,
1: I, I wanted to give Project a little bit more clarity because Indian uh, company was not able to work in cryptocurrencies. Uh, the corporate banking uh, accounts cannot be linked to exchange accounts in India. So that was some really sad stuff.
0: Okay, but was this because you said you were training people in crypto as well? Yes, yes. Okay, okay. so for your other crypto activities. Okay. Yes. Okay, but green hashes was separate to that, wasn't it?
1: Yes, yes. Green hashes always remain separated from that. Hmm. It is still, uh, you can consider that we are still in the research phase. And uh, this carbon negative mining, we are going to combine that with reforestation activities. And then the last point is going to be incentivizing green actions. Mm -hmm. So uh, we are building a game in the metaverse Mm -hmm. where people will be able to log in, they will be able to uh, do some activities which are going to save uh, energy, which are going to be green activities, and they will be rewarded green ashes for that. Anybody who is planning to replicate that action from the metaverse into physical world, they will be rewarded double green ashes. Double
0: the quantity. No, so, can you give me have. an example of something they might do in the metaverse?
1: No, so in the metaverse, they can actually install solar panels on their bungalows. So, if you are buying those solar panels, if you are installing them, you will start making some green hashes because you are avoiding emissions.
0: How will you okay. make sure that if? Yeah. How do you make sure that if they buy the NFT or whatever in the metaverse, that they actually do it in the real world?
1: Yeah, they will have to submit a uh, photographic proof of that.
0: Okay, okay. So then they'll earn coin. Okay, cool. Okay, okay. Earlier, earlier,
1: my idea was to only create one app and track all the physical activity. But now since uh, the boom in metaverse, I, I had this idea. Okay, why should, force, why should we force people to do everything in the physical world? Let them do it in the digital world first. Let them enjoy it. And if they're actually ready, they will come to the physical world and try to do it.
0: Okay, yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I guess it's, what, it's one of the. Sorry, <laughs> it's one of the challenges of the metaverse is, yes. if you want some, if you want to get someone to do an action in the in the virtual world, that yeah. is copied in the physical world. How do you actually do that? And yeah, I, I suppose photographic proof is one way. Um, yes. Yeah, that's very interesting. Actually, so along with that.
1: we are we are going to uh, incentivize people if they plant trees. That is also an idea.
0: And, and 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 how do people like when when you speak to um like which, which sort of organizations are you speaking to about this or is this something you're testing the ideas internally first yeah
1: yes we are, we are doing all this internally
0: okay, okay.
1: Uh, we are we are almost ready with some of the concepts and some of the ideas mm-hmm. but we are still not uh, going to launch them at least for the next two in the recent uh, time, like two months, I don't see anything getting launched, but maybe, maybe if we feel like that one of the concepts is totally ready, we might launch it early.
0: Okay. Okay. And how are you funding all of this? Is, is this, is this something you're funding yourself or you you have investors yeah. or what?
1: Yeah. I've, I've been funding this myself in 2017. We, we were lucky enough to be, uh, to be part of some uh, events. We, sp- mm. we sponsored some events. We, uh, visit, we, we were part of the blockchain cruise uh, 2018. Mm. So uh, during those events, I met a lot of people in cryptocurrency domain. Mm. And some of them were, uh, were good enough to support the cause, support the idea. And they invested uh, small quantities of uh, Bitcoin mm. at that time. And uh, that took us through, like uh, at least supported us for two years. And now we are planning for a private presale. Okay. So private okay. sale uh, uh, will be priced at a slightly higher rate than two thousand seventeen prices, but uh, is that with going... your
0: own token? By yeah. the way, is is that with your own token? Your your It is a uh, green,
1: green Ashes token.
0: Okay, is that the Tulsi token? Is it
1: Tulsi? Uh, Tulsi. I have uh, Tulsi is a long long term project. Okay, but uh, earlier I had i have I have a plan of converting green ashes because these are tokens, right? I wanted coins, so we wanted to launch our own blockchain.
0: Are you on your own blockchain itself?
1: yeah in in future, we are going to replace all the green ashes with Tulsi. Tulsi will be a blockchain in itself
0: okay, but, but having your own blockchain, I mean that that's a much tougher thing to do because then you yeah. have to why, you need your yeah, own validators and you need your own governance and and okay so that's much okay all right that's my okay. slightly
1: long term project we'll see is a long term
0: project okay so I, I think i understand what your um like how you've got here then and you've had quite a long journey and it started with your son being yeah. born which is nice um could i move on and now and ask you about um how i mean i know recently in, in the last few weeks that, that like i heard india saying um oh uh, we're going to release our own CDBC coin in April, and first yes. thing I thought is, what a load of rubbish! <laughs> Am I the only person who's thinking that, or do other people think that the government is uh, mad?
1: Yeah, many. Uh, see, I've been, I've been when, when, when I, whenever I conduct my trainings since 2018, I've been saying this: that every damn government on the planet will be launching their own cryptocurrency. Every tech giant will launch their own cryptocurrency, or maybe form some funny alliances and create a private cryptocurrency and call it as a public blockchain.
0: <laughs> oh, you mean they'll have like a, an that SQL it. database on the back end and, they'll, and yeah, they'll call it a blockchain? Of
1: course, of course, of course. The blockchain that you, they, they will be using for the CBDC will be totally controlled by them. It will be centralized. It will be permissioned blockchain. It will not be a borderless stuff. And still they are trying to portray this private thing as if it is going. it has stamp of authority. And it is for the public. This is what they are trying to portray.
0: And but what do you think will happen? Really do you think, really do you think, think it will? Me, do you think it will be successful or disaster? Or can you not say? Be,
1: it is going to be a disaster for the banks because uh, until now banks uh, were using their own payment uh, apps and other things. And now the funny thing is going to happen that central banks are going to enter into the market with their own apps now. CBDC means that only, right? So but if, then what's if, the
0: difference between between Indian rupees today and this hmm. new CDBC? What's the difference?
1: See, basic difference is going to be, until now, RBI was only communicating with the banks.
0: That's the Royal Bank of India. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. that is the Reserve Bank of India. So similarly, you can consider Federal Reserve, you can consider any other country's central bank. So they were communicating with the government and with the banks directly. Okay, they had no relation whatsoever with a normal individual like you and me. Okay, now what is going to happen through CBDC, they will launch their own payment mechanisms and they will launch their own apps. Mm. These apps, you will be able to install on your phone and you don't need your X bank or Y bank. You are directly communicating with your central bank. So this Are are you you, saying that they're saying the
0: central bank will mean that you won't need the you, you, it will yes and no, actually i'm a bit confused you have to say that again i didn't understand but the
1: smaller banks the smaller banks might might be out of business some of the smaller banks that's what i feel right now
0: so, so what's the purpose is this to kill the smaller banks
1: maybe that is the purpose but but, but, but is people, are people in the crypto
0: community confused about maybe, what it's maybe
1: doing because it's to have more control over citizens yeah, yeah more control over the banking system more uh, visibility to the transactions and of course right now also uh, the digital payment mechanisms can be stopped within seconds right the uh, russia attacks ukraine central bank of ukraine announces within minutes that all the financial transactions which are happening digitally are going to be stopped oh really then what happened yeah yeah that's that's what happened exactly this is what happened and the government itself they start asking for donations in crypto So this is a lot about uh, how capable crypto is. And we really need some decentralization now. We have been living in this centralized system since at least around 200 years. It's not older than that. Humanity is a lot older than the central banking system and the fractional reserve banking that we are seeing right now. Mm -hmm. And it, it used to be a scenario where there were at least... 1000 th- thousand different currencies were actively being used in united states at the same time
0: and what about in india i mean yeah. as did india used to have many different currencies
1: no i i, I don't think so see uh, india had different currencies when we had different dynasties in india mm. okay so there were different royal dynasties and every dynasty had their own currency and they were always being uh priced or rather valued as per the performance of that particular dynasty along with that later on what happened the quantity of gold or the quantity of silver inside that particular coin decided the uh, the value against other currencies
0: okay and and then and then uh, england came along and stole everything and put one (laughs) currency yeah is that correct? yeah that's,
1: that's pretty much what happened uh we were looted for at least 300 years yeah. and uh, yeah we yeah. lost a lot of gold and uh Kohinoor also but uh mm-hmm. let's see how we make uh better things now
0: i i read somewhere that if england had to pay back the money they stole from india it would be minimal 45 trillion dollars
1: yeah, the, my me. father used to tell me. My father and my grandmother, both of them, used to tell me story that uh, they they had uh, my great great grandfather and other people. They used to uh, they used to tell us that, uh, rather through the generations, this has come down to us that there were around three to four ships full of gold and uh, pearls and diamonds and other precious things uh moving from india to uh, england every week
0: oh wow wow yeah. it doesn't surprise me it, 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 it doesn't. you
1: know roadside you know roadside vendors uh, mm. who who sell something like a very cheap stuff we mm. used to uh, there used to be a roadside vendors selling gold in india mm. oh wow earlier days earlier days it, it was so common to buy gold on roadside from mm. roadside vendors we had so much gold <laughs>
0: <laughs> mm. But even, and even and now, England took it all. <laughs> took it all.
1: <laughs> Not me. Yeah. Uh, they, yeah. In India, uh, <laughs> even right now, if you see uh, many housewives, they they wear a lot of gold. Okay, and they also have a lot of gold, anyways. Mm-hmm. So it is it is uh, like a tradition, and it is like a culture to buy at least some grams of gold every good auspicious occasion. So we 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 know what is money. Gold is real money. Yeah, I think
0: buying gold is a common thing in 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 India. People then put it under the mattress and yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but are, but, but are, is that changing? Are people starting to buy Bitcoin instead, or is that only yes. young people?
1: Sure, of course. What I did when I came across Bitcoin for the first time, I sold my gold chains. I sold oh, okay. Some of- yeah, yeah. Some of uh, some of the extra gold that I felt like, okay, let's let's get rid of this, and I started buying Bitcoin uh, with that.
0: Oh, that's a good. That was a good move.
1: <laughs> yeah, and right now, I'm I'm like uh, I don't I don't have any rupees in my bank account normally. If I if I'm going outside and I feel like okay, I'm going to spend like probably five thousand rupees today, so I sell some Bitcoin. I get that amount into my uh, into my bank account, and then I go outside.
0: So and why uh, I, why I don't why don't you and why don't you have a rupees in your bank account? Is it because you don't trust the bank?
1: No, no, it's it's not it's not that way. It's it's just that I trust crypto a lot more, mm. and maybe maybe just because I'm selling it twenty minutes later, might be i I might have to sell less.
0: Okay, <laughs> and, and what is it? What is the attitude in general in India towards crypto? Is, is it something that people when you say you're in crypto, do people say? Hey. Oh.
1: yeah see see uh I, do you know uh, Andreas Antonopoulos uh actually said this so when you use the word b the letter b for blockchain mm. people are ready to shake hands with you but when you say uh b for bitcoin they, they feel like you are talking about cocaine or drugs or or guns or something like that mm. so even right now also peeps there are there is a small Percentage of people who think like this, but now since there are three, uh, there are a couple of unicorns in India who have become unicorns. In there is there is a Coin Switch Kuber, which which is like a, almost two billion dollars worth now. Which one? Sorry, which calls, one? It is called as Coin Switch Kuber.
0: Oh, Coin Switch. Yeah,
1: yeah. it became a unicorn. Uh, they are worth two billion dollars, and the journey took one point five years. So it is one of the fastest unicorns out there. And now the people are like, okay, I, I feel bad about this. I really hate this, but I'm now I cannot express myself <laughs> because everybody else is trading it. We have like uh, 15 million customers for only CoinSwitch. 15 million customers.
0: I mean, I, I know that that, that um, places like Zeroda, people have, a, a lot of yeah. people trade on Zeroda. Yeah. Um, yes. And, and are people now who've traditionally traded stocks, are they starting to get into crypto?
1: Yes, that is happening. And uh, I, I'm seeing this move in the last one year or so that uh, almost every damn person who is, in, uh, is working in technology, he knows about cryptocurrencies. And I think almost uh, 10% of people who are in technology already have bought it. I, I i'm i getting at this i'm getting this feeling
0: right now okay and what have they bought have they bought altcoins or bitcoin or
1: yeah that is that is something uh which is uh, an, a totally indian mentality that whatever is cheaper is better so <laughs> so they usually go they usually go with shiba inu and uh dogecoin
0: shiba inu yeah many, yeah.
1: many people go with ripple also i'm not sure why with which and one uh, ripple
0: Okay, yeah, XR is that XRP? Is it
1: XRP, XRP token? Then yeah, yeah. BitTorrent is pretty popular, uh, mm. basic attention token. Mm. People uh, are afraid of Ethereum because, uh, exorbitant fees that they have to pay while withdrawing.
0: Yeah, but that's going to change soon within a couple of years. I think yeah, that, yes,
1: yes, that will change. Yeah, yeah. Yes, and, yeah, and everybody's now they're moving
0: to-, to proof of stake and, um, they're changing the way that the validate that the miners and validators get rewarded, so yes. Okay. Thirty
1: billion dollars worth of Ethereum already locked in the main contracts
0: mm-hmm.
1: on the Beacon Chain. It's
0: amazing to see. Yeah, that. yeah, it's amazing. Okay, okay, um, okay. C- can I also ask you, like, where do you think, like, actually, what do you think about Web three when people say that? What do you think about that?
1: I'm um, I'm super excited about Web three, then Metaverse, then DAOs. I'm seeing so many DAOs like getting registered right now defi i'm still uh, i'm still skeptical about defi because maximum hacks and maximum uh, problematic situations that we are seeing since 2020 are 99% of those have happened in defi right mm-hmm. so i'm i'm still skeptical uh, skeptical about defi because I'm, I'm i really feel that smart contracts and smart contract auditing has to go a long way from here so once that happens then we can say web3 is empowering And like we will see, we will see things like uh, real time uh, deduction of amounts. Uh, My employee is checking into the office at nine am, and at ten thirty am, he walks walks uh, walks towards the coffee uh, maker, and he gets paid for that one and a half hours before he reaches that coffee maker. So audits every fifteen seconds, salaries every one hour these are the things that can actually be enabled through web 3 but but you think
0: that it can actually Uh, with web 3 it can actually enable that you can um that you i mean because the example you gave was i mean if someone wants to take a break it doesn't mean they're not working (laughs) yeah i mean i get most of my work done when i'm going to the coffee machine
1: (laughs) of course of course i'm not saying that he's not working Hmm. but he's just happens to get out uh, get up from his chair and he's trying to go to the coffee vending machine and maybe by that time he can get paid mm.
0: okay so oh, or at least money. okay I, I see i see what you're saying you're saying that
1: this like, is like this is just token, like to
0: <laughs> interact in the real world that's what you're saying entirely in, in yes, that is
1: that is one part of it and the other part is Uh, this is web three, it is going to be a bi-directional channel, right? So Mm. until now, we only have information flowing on our web 2.0. Now we will see information going from me to to my customer Mm. and money or whatever token you are talking about, it is coming to me at the same time. These Mm. two are going to be streamed, Mm. okay? So this is where uh, a lot of things will change. Mm.
0: Yeah that's very interesting I think that's interesting.
1: But but smart contracts need to uh, slightly mature after this mm. maybe a couple of years at least.
0: Mm. It's funny because I always think of web 3 as literally metamask and it means you don't need a login wow. for every site. And Yeah that is of
1: course yeah that is of course one of the things.
0: And and at some point people have to figure out how to do ID. I mean because my biggest pain point on the web is putting my my name and my details in a million times a day yeah and it's just pointless i'd rather just say connect with metamask say give it my name address and this done in five seconds instead of half an. Yeah. The, the fact is whenever i have to enter my details on the web and it sends me a confirmation email the process ends up taking like half an hour or an hour because i get so sick of it i go and get a cup really of coffee bad. and come back yeah. and it should be like a few seconds yeah. see
1: what what the architecture that we are using for everything in the world right now, they're all designed like concentric circles. Okay. There's a central point of uh, control or authority, and there are like smaller circles, which are the control groups, maybe the management and the circle gets bigger and bigger. And probably we are outside the circle. So Mm. every time we need to do something with any of the system, let it be healthcare, let it be Mm. traveling, let it be banking system, let it be stock markets, whatever it is whatever thing you want to do you need to prove that you are worth it or you have the authority to get into the next uh, mm. zone inside mm. so at every whenever you cross that border you need to prove that you you belong there mm. and this is some this is the idea that we need to break break away from
0: Yeah, I I agree with that. I agree with that. And also, because at the moment, you have to show your idea, depending on if your passport is Indian or UK or something else, you're treated differently. But if you show your wallet, your MetaMask or some other wallet, which shows what you've done, then you can get treated equally. It's equality. Yeah, I agree with that. That uh,
1: that. That can be really empowering if we can focus on it.
0: Okay, okay. Okay, okay. So, so I know we've talked for a while. So, what other topics would you like to uh, bring up before we uh, close off? Is there anything you'd like to promote or yeah. discuss, or how people can find you? And r- just remember, some of the listeners will be audio only, so we have to spell it out if there's any. Sure,
1: sure, sure. So, uh, the main project that we are, that I'm working on right now is Greenhashes.org. So it is G-R-E-E-N. H-A-S-H-E-S dot O-R-G, okay? And greenashes.org, our goal is purely to build a society or to build a method or uh, to build a way for sustainable development through responsible mining along with carbon capture capacities, reforestation activity to a very large scale and incentivizing green actions. So these are basic goals that we have. And our products, products of our operations are going to be cryptocurrencies, which are going to be mining outputs, electricity, It is going to be carbon credits, then carbon fiber or artificial diamonds. So these are all the products that we will be making and uh, it is going to be uh, very, uh, very much operational by 2023. We are uh, trying to build a carbon negative mining farm in Wyoming, USA. But this is pretty early stage right now. We uh, will be beginning, uh, or rather we have already begun with our private pre-sale. But it is uh, usually, uh, if you want to inquire about it, please uh, reach out to us at inquiry at greenhashes.org. So uh, that's about it. And uh, along with all these projects and educating people, I'm also involved in some other projects. So uh, like recently, uh, we, cre- we actually helped Pune Marathon become world's first marathon powered by blockchain technology. So every participant, all the sponsors, all the tech partners, and all the volunteers, everybody is going to get a NFT certificate sponsored by Shrikrypto.com. So Shrikrypto.com is uh, another initiative that uh, I'm handling. And our goal is to educate people. My goal is by 2030 is to educate at least half a million people in cryptocurrencies. Right now, I stand at 3,500. So it is going to be a pretty uh, hell of a ride because we need to step up our game now. So it is s-h-r-e-e-c-r-y-p-t-o.com, c-o-m. So shrikrypto.com, you can visit if you have a good idea and you feel like, okay, because of the current regulatory system or legal system or taxation system, you're not able to launch your project properly. So we can help you uh, launch your project very well in a jurisdiction which is crypto friendly and we can do it from A to Z. So simply from the ideation phase, we can take you up to the exchange phase and even further if you want. So uh, that is shrikrypto.com and uh, recently I also helped launch India's first metaverse plus physical reality real estate project. It is called as Vanya. It is from uh, the beautiful city of Bangalore. And uh, I'm also thankful for uh, uh, such a a sweet opportunity by uh, Reddy family who have uh, trusted us with this uh, conversion and uh, connection between physical reality and Metaverse project.
0: How how do you spell that, by the way?
1: W-A-N-Y-A. Wanya. Wanya. I think it is one year dot in, so it is still uh, in the making. Okay. Yeah, I'll I'll share some uh, details. Yeah, you I, I can
0: post the links in the show notes as well. Yeah, sure. Okay. Sure. So, so what, um,
1: what my goal right now is with Shri Crypto and. Uh, along with that we also uh, founded one more company in usa it is knw decentralized innovations llc so this is also pretty uh, early stage startup and we are trying to uh, come up with metaverse solutions nft solutions tokenization of land assets all these solutions for the governments and for the real estate sector also so okay. this is also going to be uh, something that you want to keep an eye on i will keep okay. i've uh, I've not yet updated these things on uh, any of the social media or LinkedIn because these are pretty fresh projects.
0: Okay. Okay. But yeah, we'll, we'll, uh, once, after this, we can uh, post, you can send me the links and I'll put them in the show notes. Okay. So it was very good to talk to you today. And um, I learned something about ESG and Bitcoin mining and carbon (laughs) capture. So thanks a lot.
1: Thank you so much, Zubair. This has been a pure pleasure. Thank you.